Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please, watch your children. And now, let the show begin. You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms, put on your hammer pants, hammer pants, hammer Slip on your power glove and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more. It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hey, what's up, Toonsters? This is your host, Tim Nidell. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Saturday Rewind. And this is your co-host, Gary. You can find me on Twitter at Darkwing Gerald. No, no, that's no, not that's your old one. At SMR Gary. Jeez, Gary. You're getting, wow. <laughs> another year, another another thing I forgot. So, and you can also, while you're online, go to our Facebook page and like us on Facebook. It, just type in Saturday Morning Rewind. You can find us right there. Right on. So anyways, Welcome. Welcome back, guys. Gary, welcome back. Yeah, it's been it's been far too long. I know we've been kind of busy with everything going on in life and everything. Yeah, we <laughs> we, we missed we missed the November kind of. Yeah, yeah, it was probably our, our least listened to month of the year, but that's my fault. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of both of our faults, you know. It's life Gary's gets fault. Hectic around the holiday season. Yeah, it does. You know, so Thanksgiving's passed, Halloween's passed. We're here for Christmas. Christmas. It's December. That's Welcome. right. I can't. I can't believe it. I know. It's already. It's. It's actually a warm three degrees outside right now for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably a toasty thirty degrees outside. For oh, me, so. Gary, I hate you. <laughs> well, so. you know the, the the sad thing is, I feel like this is bitter cold, and then and then you talk, <laughs> and I just shut down. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm not ready for this. I hate. I I do get seasonal depression. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's I just don't want to do anything. Yeah, I, I understand. And it's kind of hard when because I, I work out every other morning at four thirty in the morning before I go to work, and uh, my gym is in my garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do I, I put a heater in there, and it probably brings it up to about twenty five degrees. <laughs> good, good grief! It's not so bad when you're working out, but the worst part of it is the 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 bars for the weights are Ooh. icicles. Oh, I believe it. And my dog ate up my my workout gloves. So I don't have any more gloves anymore. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, you need my, to get some more. I, yeah, I know. But I got to go to I got Christmas list. I got to go to Walmart for that, and that's an hour away. Right. <laughs> and right now, it every, we're under like a winter weather advisory, and they don't want people to travel. Wow. So yeah, I can't do that. I guess I can go to our stupid Kmart, but it it's horrible. <laughs> I don't feel like paying 20 bucks for a pair of gloves at Kmart when I can get them for 5 bucks at Walmart. At least you still have a Kmart. Those yeah. things are dying everywhere. <laughs> no, no I, I, I want this place gone. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, get sort of, I get sort of down and out around. Well, like, I'm good for December, and then January hits, and I'm like, there's still three more months yeah. of this and no holidays to oh, look forward to. Three months for you, it's more like five months for us. That's true, that's true. Well, it so depends. come February, we're both going to be doing the podcast as Eeyore. Oh, well, February is... It's another yes. one. <laughs> yeah, February is the worst month for us. It's always the coldest. Yeah, yeah. Same here, but I mean, nothing in comparison. But this isn't the weather podcast. It, no. 
So, Gary, what, what, what are you planning for this Christmas? Nobody, hopefully nobody. Oh, yeah, your mom does listen, doesn't she? She does, but I haven't worked out her gift yet, so nothing okay, will be good. spoiled. I, I haven't really worked out anyone's gifts yet. I'm, I'm a good last-minute planner. I started planning Christmas probably around <laughs> May. Oh, wow. And I had 90% of everybody done by about, I say we got back from our D23, so probably at the beginning of September I got everybody 90% done. That's right, yeah, yeah. I remember you were doing Christmas shopping, and I'm like, I wish I could be that that ahead of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, this year's a different Christmas. I'm doing a themed Christmas. A hundred percent of everything that I give everybody and a hundred percent of what we do on Christmas is going to be retro. It's going to be eighties or nineties. Nice. So everything I get for my kids is something from the eighties or nineties and same thing for my wife and for my mom and my brother. And, uh, so I, I want to talk about that just for a little bit, and if if, if any of my family is listening, please don't mention anything to my fam my immediate family, because I want it to be a surprise. Of course, because well, my Chris- yeah. my my kids are like, I don't want a retro Christmas. It's gonna be so stupid. I want an <laughs> iPad. And it's like no iPads didn't exist in the eighties. You can't do that. That's right. So here's here's my plan. Christ- All right. Christmas Eve, I'm gonna have everybody sleep upstairs. I'm going to sleep downstairs so I can prepare and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to swap out our flat panel TV for an old tube TV. <laughs> it's in nice. a cabinet, so they'll open the cabinet up and they'll see the, you know, the Sony TV is gone. And they'll see this gigantic tube TV that's which weighs, I, it's got to be at least 500 pounds. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's in my daughter's room right now, so I'll just swap it out. Nice. And uh, I've already pre-recorded... The Christmas Parade from Disney from 1987, I think it was. So I put that on DVD. So we're going to get up and watch that instead of the modern Christmas Day Parade. And then I also took three cartoon episodes, some old 80s, 90s cartoon episodes of of Christmas. I think I have uh, Tiny Toons Christmas. um, I have the Tailspin Christmas and the Darkwing Duck Christmas. And I also spliced in commercials from the 80s. Oh, that's so cool. And so when it go, it fades out to commercial, it would actually go into an actual 80s commercial. <laughs> and some of those commercials are what I actually bought the kids for Christmas. Oh, and, yeah. That, that's cool. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch that Christmas Eve. Okay. On the regular TV because I won't swap it out by then. And to kind of get their hopes up for... Because when they open up the gift, I want them to say, oh, we just saw this commercial last night. You know, that kind of a thing. Uh-huh. And so one of the gifts I'm getting for my daughter, who is, uh, Sarah, how old are you? I think, is she eight or nine? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, she's nine. Yeah, she's nine. Um, I got her a gigantic uh, Micro Machines set. Nice. It's the one, it's the, I think it's the toolbox one that folds out. And it's got the, oh, boat, yeah. it's got the boat dock, it's got the airport and the bridge and everything. I got her that. And I got her like 20 Micro Machine toy cars. Cool. Um, so I spliced in that commercial in with the cartoon episodes. And I've also been showing these commercials to the girls since May, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And Sarah did want that. So it's not like she's getting something that she doesn't want. Right. She, I'm also getting her like a huge set of the X-Men animated series uh, action figures. Nice. I got like, I want to say about 12 of them, along with the gigantic uh, carrying case for the action figures, too. Cool. And she she wanted that too. That's actually one that she's been requesting for a little bit. She's been wanting because she, she loves that cartoon. So she wants the toys, right? And the cool thing is, 
every one of them are they're new new in the package wow so she'll open them up and like everyone is like and it wasn't that expensive on ebay and, and amazon i was getting them for on average for about like seven bucks a piece that's not too much over what you would have paid originally no. so there's a couple i paid like 15 for right but no i i, I was prepared to pay like 30 if not more <laughs> Yeah, man. For those cheap prices, that just means you can get more. That's that's really cool. Yeah, um, they're both getting uh, an old. Um, it's not the Retron game system, but I, I forget which one it was. But it plays both the SNES and NES games. Okay, so nice. we got, I got that for both of them, and I got like I think maybe twenty fifteen games somewhere around there. Some of the games I'm getting is like the Aladdin game. I got the Ninja Turtles game for the NES. Uh, of course, Mario All Stars. Oh, I forget what else. Stunt Race FX, I think it's called. I used to love that game. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, no, that's a really good one. Okay, so I think that... I mean, I do have other things for Sarah, too, like for their stock and stuffers. I got some real Ghostbusters, like, pencil tops, and I got, like, a Rubik's <laughs> Cube, and I got those um, slap bracelets and all that kind mm. of stuff. And for Audrey, my oldest, who is going to be... Uh, oh, my goodness. 12. She'll be 12 this coming... March. I, I'm so horrible. I have to think about everything. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, for her, um, don't make fun of her, everybody listening, but she's actually a huge Brian Adams fan. And so am I. I like Brian Adams a lot, too. He was my favorite when I was growing up. And so I got her a bunch of Brian Adams stuff. I got like a live DVD. I got a bunch of CDs and um, got a giant poster and I got her a new concert t-shirt. T- um I'm getting her a like a very nice Sony CD player, like a five disc CD player. Hmm. Um, and as of yesterday, please don't spoil this. Anybody listening? Um, so last we've been talking about, she wants to go see him in concert sometime. Right. So we were talking about it. She says, "Daddy, no, she calls me Dad. I think, Dad, how far are you willing, are you willing to take me if Brian Adams was coming?" <laughs> and I said, probably the farthest would be Vegas, because that's about 15 hours from here. And I can drive 15 hours. It's fun. So I was listening. I was looking online yesterday, and I saw he was going to be in Vegas in July. Oh, wow. So I bought two tickets, one for her, one for me, for her Christmas present. Go see him in, in July in Vegas. Very cool. So, yeah, she'll be super excited. Is he still on the Reckless Tour? No, this is probably for the new CD. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is also good, by the way. I haven't picked um, it up I, yet. Yeah, I uh, I saw him this past year for the Reckless 20th or 30th. Yeah, I wanted Berkshire. to see that. It would have been the 30th, yeah. Man, that was that was probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. I saw and him. I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, you know, my wife is the big Brian Adams fan, mm-hmm. but... For me to admit that it's one of the best concerts I've ever been to, you know, that's got to say oh, something. Yeah. It was I saw, excellent. I saw him six or seven years ago when he came here to, uh, to Montana, and that is the best show I've ever seen, honestly. Hmm. It was so intimate. First of all, I got free tickets. I was on his um, his guest list, so that was always nice, because he used to do a, another website and podcast, Rock Bottom, where I would interview rock bands. I didn't get to interview him, but he did give me free tickets. And um, I think we're about maybe fifth or seventh row back, and nice. the I think the seats were about 150 a piece. Of course, I got wow. them for free. But the cool thing was the set was 100 percent acoustic. It was him on acoustic guitar, 
and the piano player, and that's it. No band. That's cool. It was just so amazing. And he would just interact with the crowd, like, constantly, and it was a really cool show. Nice, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything for Henri, too. Yeah, that's that's a good collection of gifts right there. I know. It's going to be exciting. And then, for my oh, yeah, for my, for my brother and my mom, my, my dad used to have a restaurant called Nidell's Deli in Florida. And uh, he had a logo and everything. It's like a, it's like a small guy holding a sub sandwich on his shoulders, like a gigantic sub sandwich on his shoulders. So I found one of my dad's, my dad passed away, uh, it's going to be four years ago now, this coming January, and uh, I found an old business card of his with the logo on it. So I scanned it, and I, I redid it, so it's uh, it's enhanced graphic now, and I put it on a t-shirt. So I'm going to give that to mom and to my brother. And the, cool. what I'm going to do is, you know, the old delis, how they used to have the um, baskets, you know, the red mm-hmm. or black, whatever baskets with the with the tray, the paper tray, the paper uh, wrapping in it and everything. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get those plastic trays, um, baskets, and wrap the shirt in the in the wax paper, put it in there, and then put a bag of chips in with it. <laughs> so it's like you're getting a, a sandwich from the deli. That's really and cool. And so they'll open it up, and I think they'll be, I think they'll love it. Yeah. And also, when I'm getting mom, uh, she used to have this really nice nativity set from Avon that she got in the 80s. And between all the moving we've done over the years, she lost it. Mm. And I found 100% the whole set on eBay. Wow. All in boxes and everything. Each one is individually boxed, and it's almost in perfect condition. And no, I think that's going to be the present that tears come out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I would bet so. So that's, that's what I'm shooting for. I want tears. I want everybody to cry on Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much my Christmas. I'm also getting the kids super soakers and stuff like that. I'm, I'm excited to see what you, what you get me to make me cry. Oh, it's true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did buy myself some gifts, too. Oh, yeah? Because I don't expect everybody to go along with this theme, and I wanted some retro stuff. Sure. So I got uh, an action. Uh, I got a Mr. T action figure that I had in the '80s. <laughs> I got myself the the Wonder Woman from Super Friends action figure, it's still in the box and everything. Cool. Because I had that one too, and I got myself like a Game Boy. Nice. With about like five games, I think. So don't tell me if you're listening. Don't tell me what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard something about a, a super cool collector's case for that game. Yes, Boy. I got that hard shell collector's case that looks like a the Game Boy. Yes, which I've never but, seen before until I was on it. Don't tell Tim. No, please. I don't want to know about it. I want to be a surprise. <laughs> I, I actually came across one the other day at the flea market, but it was, I think, more expensive than what you paid for I the think one I, on eBay. I paid $2 with free shipping. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think they were charging at least 15 for it, and yeah. it was in pretty bad shape. Wow. Oh, and also, I'm also um, I also got 80s and 70s wrapping paper for everything, too, on eBay. Nice. Which is not cheap. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> So everything's going to be wrapped in 80s wrapping paper. That is cool. I like that. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to swap out our furniture, too, for old furniture. <laughs> but I don't think I have time, and I don't feel like dealing with old furniture when Christmas Uh-oh. is over. Yeah, because you don't want to sit down and, like, a rat, you know, like, comes out of it or something. I mean, unless you have the old furniture. No, I'm we picturing don't. you, like, finding it at a dump and being like, this looks yeah. old. I was thinking about going on Craigslist, paying 20 bucks for an old couch, or, or maybe finding a free couch, but I don't feel like dealing with it when it's over. No. With. 
And that's very cool, man. I, I, my, my Christmas is not going to be nearly as exciting, but it, it is, it is neat. We, we got our, we moved into a house this year, and uh, rather than apartment living, which we've been doing for the past five years, and um, so it'll be really cool to have Christmas in a house. I get to decorate the outside, which I'm looking forward to. Um, which I'm sure you probably can't do because I would assume the bulbs just like shatter in the cold temperatures you have. We have them outside, so we'll see how they go. Oh, okay, all right, cool. And, um, yeah, so I'll probably be doing that maybe by the time this episode comes out, getting all decorated and whatnot. Uh, and then, um, my mom moved here less than, uh, two months ago. So for the first time I get to have my mom with us on Christmas, which is exciting. Uh, not the first time, (laughs) but you know, first time since, since I moved away from home Mm -hmm. and, um, and then, uh, going with my my dad's side of the family to the Great Wolf Lodge for Christmas. So I get to spend Whoa. Christmas Eve on water slides, which will be pretty exciting. Nice. You are listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim and Gary. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. And don't forget, fans, be sure and listen to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Thundercats, ho! Yeah, so I mean, I guess that's uh, uh, enough about this coming Christmas. Let's let's talk about some Christmas past, and I think we're going to talk about four different topics here. But uh, for a starter, let's start with our favorite Christmas that we've ever had, or at least for me, the one that sticks out the most. I can't say that it's truly my favorite, but I remember it must have been 1994. Or five, I forget the exact year because I'm really bad with dates. But I remember it was Christmas time. Uh, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think probably the fondest memory was, well, as a kid, just waking up because uh, my mom and I lived with my grandmother when she wasn't uh, going through a couple different marriages, and um, the just waking up at my grandma's house, the way it smelled. The, the way it felt on Christmas morning, even though it was cold outside, just, I didn't care. I was a kid. I was excited for Christmas and it warmed, it warmed me to the core. And, uh, you know, I remember, I remember waking up every morning and running into the living room and, and, and looking to see, and that was if I could wait until Christmas morning, cause there were some Christmases where we just went ahead and did it on Christmas Eve yeah. presents oh. and stuff. Um, Tradition has been a very loose word in my family, but uh, <laughs> we did that. One but the time. one Christmas I, I specifically remember was the year that I got my Sega Genesis. Okay, nice. and um, I'm trying to remember. I, I know, of course, it came with Sonic Two. I think because most of them did. Um, and I think I got the Aladdin game around that time. No, no, it had to be before ninety ninety four. I don't know what I'm talking about. Probably ninety two. Um, yeah, so 92 or 93, uh, I remember getting the Aladdin game with Sonic 2 and, and a few other games, but I just remember spending so much time playing both of those games, and I don't know, that's just, I guess the memory of playing those games is is, is what makes that my fondest Christmas memory. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that that's pretty much it for mine. Okay, so to paint a picture, it, it's actually very similar to yours, actually. Um, this Christmas, it's either 1985 or 1986. I was either five or six years old. I don't remember which because, uh, the gift that we got, actually, let me first kind of explain where I was. I was living in Reno, Nevada at the time. That's where I grew up. 
And for like three years in a row, for three Christmases in a row, I would get the flu on Christmas Day. Oh, no. And uh, this was one of those Christmases where I got the flu. So you would think this would be one of the worst Christmases ever, but uh, <laughs> it turned out to be one of my, my favorite Christmases. This is the year that we got the NES, the original Nintendo system. Nice. And uh, it was that was released in 85, but I can't, I can't remember if we got it when it was actually released or the year later. I think it may have been 85 when, we, when it first came out because they had the whole bundle with the Mario game and everything. Yep. So we got the bundle, had the track meet with the power pad <laughs> and uh, duck hunt with the, with the, the laser gun and everything. And, mm-hmm. but the bad thing was since I had the flu and I was very nauseous, my parents wouldn't let me play it or even watch it being played. So they sent me to my room while my brother played Mario all night after opening (laughs) it Christmas Day. So it it was one of my worst Christmases, but it was probably the best because that Nintendo brought so much enjoyment to my life for the next like ten years to come. Yeah, right. I I completely understand (laughs) that. That that is funny. That is almost an identical story, just different generation systems. But I do, I do remember playing the next day, though. I guess I was feeling better the next day, so I was able to play the next day. But that Mario game, oh my goodness! In '85, can you imagine? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, that's you're not used to you're used to Atari being sure. played, being played at home, but here you are playing a, a Mario game, and it was just amazing. So yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite Christmases of all time. My other favorite Christmases are um, we used to spend our Christmas breaks in portola california which is in the northern part of california about 45 minutes from reno that's where my grandparents lived and i just loved that because it's at my grandparents house and we never watched tv we always just went in the backwoods because portola is very small very woodsy very mountainous and everything mm. and it got a ton of snow too so we loved that as a kid nice so i, I actually had two favorite christmases another one that i had i want to say it was around 1990 maybe 1991 Still living in Reno, and this is the year that all the Tailspin toys came out. <laughs> and my parents bought me pretty much every single Tailspin toy that was released. Wow! And I was in heaven that year. And uh, I even took some building blocks and I made Louis uh, bar out of blocks, and I super glued everything, so everything was like a official set of his bar. <laughs> and I used the Christmas tree. I used to play in the Christmas tree. I don't know if you ever did that or not. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. I used to play with my G.I. Joes as it was their fort. <laughs> nice. Actually, no, I think it was Cobra's fort. I think the G.I. Joe fort was in my cat house. <laughs> yeah, I was very um, inventive, I guess, as a kid. I used to have an imagination, which a lot of kids nowadays don't. Hey, it's, it's our, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way, you know. I, I didn't, I did, I did the Christmas tree thing. Um, I, well, like, the whole living room was sort of, a play area for me because there was the the couch that I pretended was a mountain because it was kind of whitish looking, uh, you know, like a snowy covered mountain. Yeah. The floor had, uh, it was red with like brown spots. So I pretended that that was like a lava area oh and they had God, to jump yeah. from, you know, brown, uh, like dirt to dirt or whatever. Uh, the Christmas tree, of course I used in, in my play area, but the weirdest thing I did was I would use the nativity scene. So like, so Jesus you know, was with you too. Of course, yeah. Like G.I. <laughs> Joe meets Jesus and, and Batman saves Jesus from yeah. renegade angels and <laughs> I had the weirdest imagination, but it, it was fun. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> I used to take my Lego set and um 
we had a record player because you know I grew up in the eighties, sure. and my dad had the Miami Vice record, and mm-hmm. I used to put the Miami Vice theme song on, and I nice. built this white um, Lego car. I used to just play that song over and over and over again, just driving around the Lego town <laughs> that I created. Oh my goodness, that's cool. Well, you know that's the thing. I feel like. I feel like everybody's born creative. Some people choose to ignore it. Some people don't. I mean, clearly we didn't. Um, and I think the people who never lose that spark are the people who wind up being the most creative as adults. Yeah, and, that's right. And yeah, and that's it, why I wish I hadn't completely lost it. Because, you know, I could be writing for cartoons or something at this I point. Know. I, <laughs> I know. I wanted to be an animator and I was going to yeah. do it. But then I just stopped going to school. Yeah. So kids, stay in school. You'll regret that's it right. later. Okay, so now we're going to segue to our favorite animated movie or animated special. So I'll go, I'll go first on this one. I picked something that it was, I think, I, around the same year, around 85. As long as I can remember, this has been a tradition of my family that we sit and watch this around Christmas time every year. I have not missed a single Christmas yet. <laughs> and that, of course, is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Rankin Bass. Nice. Which was released in, released in 1964. Of course, it stars you know Santa, who was a jerk pretty much. Yeah. Um, Hermie, who wants to be a <clears throat> a, a dentist. Uh, Donner and Rudolph, of course, and my favorite Yukon Cornelius. He was always my favorite as a kid. Still is. Here's a little bit of audio from that. You know Dasher, and Dancer, and Prancer, and Vixen. Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? All right, son, try it on. I don't want to. Daddy, I don't like it. You'll like it and wear it. Oh, but Daddy, it's not very comfortable. There are more important things than comfort. Self-respect. So we used to go to my Aunt Audrey's house in Reno every Christmas time and watch us at her house. So that was always a special memory of mine because Aunt Audrey was the best. And that's, you know, you, you can't deny the importance of, uh, of, of that special or, or really... Any of them, you know, there's so many to choose from. Yeah. Um, I went for a relatively obscure one uh, from 1982, which doesn't get any play anymore. And I think it's unfortunate because it's a sweet little movie or TV short uh, that uh, stars an underrated comic strip character, in my opinion. And that would be a little special called Ziggy's Gift. Oh, Ziggy. Yeah, it's the only time he's ever been given the animation treatment. Hmm. And uh, it's just a little story about, you know, Ziggy, who's all the ever-lovable loser. Um, he, uh, he gets a job to be a street Santa on Christmas Eve from a uh, crooked boss who's trying to swindle people out of their money. And he's, he's, you know, he's Ziggy, so he's dumb. He doesn't understand, mm-hmm. you know, what sort of problems he's surrounded by. Uh, and it's just basically the police are chasing after him. And, and it's, it's, I picked audio it's just the opening song of the movie because honestly ziggy doesn't talk it's largely silent except for the villains and 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 the cop and uh it it was just hard to find any sort of clever dialogue that didn't require visuals so 
so here's the opening theme. If you've ever seen the movie, you know you know it very well. Wow, some good writing. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's like six whole words in the song, but no, it's it's cheesy, of course. But yeah. um, you know, it's Christmas is cheesy. Come on, of course. Yeah, you, you have to acknowledge that, right? So I don't know. It's it's underrated. I wish people would pay more attention to those little lost treasures. Yeah. Uh, another one that I really like is the Garfield Christmas special. Yeah, that's a good one. But you know, anyways, I pick Ziggy's gift. If you haven't seen it, it's only available on YouTube, to my knowledge. I think it's available on a really expensive DVD, but just give it a watch. It's 24 minutes of fun. Give. Give. (laughs) Give. Hi, guys. Freakazoid here. Don't freak out, but Saturday Morning Rewind will be right back. After a quick word from their sponsor. Oh, and don't forget to fly over to their site at (gasps) SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Looking for a different take on the crazy world of sports and entertainment? Then listen to The Blake and Sal Show, where the conversation is fun and lively with guests, wit, and unpredictability. Find the show at blakeandsalshow.com on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. So let's have some fun, shall we? Sure, why not? <laughs> I'm honored to be etched into immortal podcasting glory. <laughs> well, back to the show. Guys! Oh, guys! Guys Aroni! Tim! Gary! Guys! And welcome back. I think Gary now is going to talk about our least favorite Christmases. This was a tough one for me um, because uh, I I can't really pinpoint any terrible Christmases. Um, so I'll just talk about one where I didn't quite get my way. Uh, <laughs> and 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 sadly, I wish I could say this is a story about me as a child, but this is like two years ago. So um, <laughs> no, th- three years ago, I guess it was 2012, and um, wow. And uh, my grandmother had, uh, it was the first Christmas since my grandmother had passed away. So I was, m- much like you when we started this podcast, I was sort of looking for something to find youth, youth again and, and, and all of that. Because it was unusual not going to see her for Christmas. And uh, the new Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series had, really, had just started. And I really wanted the action figures. For that, because I liked the show and I liked the design of the turtles and everything, but being a new show and not really planning accordingly, uh, the figures were sold out everywhere. Uh, so my my wife asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I told her that I wanted those figures, and she told me she'd see what she could do. Uh, she she looked everywhere. We both did. Couldn't find them anywhere because I was prepared to buy them for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
Because so, that's what uh, we do. That's what we do around Christmas. If we, if we know we're not getting what we want, that's what we do as men. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. And I knew that, you know, I worked like three minutes from a Toys R Us at that time. So I could go every time they had a truck and try to find them. But sure enough, they were always gone by the time I got there. And um, so my wife, uh, with her uh, sense of humor, she, uh, <laughs> for Christmas, uh, she, she was like, I know how you've been wanting Ninja Turtles. So she handed me this, this box and, and I opened it. And um, she'd gone to uh, the Dollar Tree and they have like generic ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it just said ninjas on the packaging and she wrote Teenage Mutant Turtles and Sharpie <laughs> around the word ninjas. And, um, <laughs> and uh, on the back of the box, she attached a $100 Toys R Us gift card, which I eventually wow. used to get my turtle figures. But, you know, that, that was just... Uh, I thought for sure I wouldn't get it, but she gave me a laugh uh, whenever I really needed a laugh. So it, it turned into a... a it turned a, out to be a great Christmas then. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Kind for, of like your horrible Christmas. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly, Christmas. exactly. <laughs> now, poor 25-year-old Gary couldn't get his Ninja Turtle toys. I will have you know, I was at least... Okay, you're right. Um, <laughs> maybe 24. <laughs> uh, no, no, I was... I was Hey, I'm buying myself a one-woman action figure for this Christmas, so it's okay. It's okay. No, I, I, <laughs> I completely understand, and 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 if we're being honest, I, I'm really excited because I got a Supergirl Lego set last night. So, oh, that's super cool. Two See what I did there? Super cool. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what is your worst Christmas? My worst Christmas takes me back to 1993. So, I would have been 13 years old. Um, we just moved from Reno, Nevada to a small, small, small town in Florida called Bluntstown, Florida, which is halfway between Tallahassee and Panama City and Beach. Um, super small town. It's got two stoplights at that time, at least. Um, <laughs> and to go from a, a, a nice city like Reno to a small town in Florida, first of all, there's a huge culture shock. Sure. So not only was that the, my worst year of all time, I'm not lying, that's my worst year in life was that year. Um, because I lost all my friends from Reno, we, a huge culture shock, so different. The food is so different. The people are so different. But it's also the worst Christmas of all time, too. But I caused that worst Christmas of all time, so it's my fault. My brother would have been 15 at the time. We decide, My parents both worked, as parents do, and so we were home by ourselves most Saturdays and for at least maybe two or three hours throughout the week after school. And I guess this is probably during Christmas break, so we were probably home from school and they were probably at work all day. I don't know whose idea it was, but one of us had the amazing idea of unwrapping all of our presents. And this is probably a week before Christmas. Unwrapping all of our presents and rewrapping them perfectly so nobody knows. (laughs) So we did that. We unwrapped 100% of everything we got. And everything was already paid, everything was already bought, so we weren't expecting anything else. We unwrapped everything. Oh, cool. I, I, I See, it's so bad. I don't remember what we even got that year because it's so bad. I, I do remember it being really good gifts, too. Mm-hmm. So now fast forward to Christmas Day. We have to unwrap everything again and pretend that we've never seen it or we never knew we were getting it ever. <laughs> and so all this fake enjoyment that we had to, to just act out, um, yeah. It was, and we were so disappointed because, oh yeah, I knew I was getting that. I can only imagine. I 
I, I thought about doing that several times. Don't but do it, my, kids. Don't. It might be a great idea yeah. when you think of it, but mm-hmm. you will hate it. Uh, my mom was fortunately a like ace hider of presents. Okay. I only ever found where she had them hidden like once. Yeah. Uh, because she moved it from year to year, just in case. I guess it seems like she moved it from year to year. I don't know, but she, I never opened any presents ahead of time because I knew I couldn't live with the guilt. No, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's horrible. I wasn't. I, I didn't even feel guilt. I I probably yeah. still don't. I just hate that I did that to myself. <laughs> I think another yeah. another least favorite. I just thought of this when you mentioned opening on Christmas Eve. We did that one time, and that mm-hmm. was probably my second worst Christmas of all time. <laughs> I was older, so I think I was 18 at the time, maybe 19. Uh-huh. And we did that Christmas Eve, and I only got, like, two things, so it wasn't anything huge. But I do remember, like, waking up on Christmas Day, I was like, huh, I guess I'll just watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, I had my own house. Um, we had a guest house in the backyard and everything, so I lived there. So I didn't. I don't think I even saw my parents on Christmas Day. I don't remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, so don't open your presents early and don't break tradition. Yes. Those, th- those are two lessons we want to teach in this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your tradition is Christmas Eve, you know, keep doing it. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. But if it's not, I wouldn't switch to it. We, we're we kind of doing the thing now where we open one present, like for the family on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And usually yeah. I set that aside to be like a movie or something we can watch on Christmas Eve. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so now let's talk about our favorite cartoon episodes based on Christmas. This was a tough choice for me. There's been a lot of good, but surprisingly, a lot of cartoons didn't have Christmas specials, which I was very surprised to to see that. Yeah. But, of course, most of the, I think all the Disney ones did, at least in the Disney Afternoon era. I remember there's a Goof Troop run, there's a Darkwing Duck, uh, there's Tailspin, there's... DuckTales did not have a Christmas episode, right? They did not, no. Not that I can remember. No, not that I remember either. I don't think Gargoyles did, but I don't think that would really fit the theme. Yeah. <laughs> So, there's a lot to choose from. I've thought about the Tiny Toons episode. That was a really good one. I've thought about one. being a little different and going with the real Ghostbusters episode, because that was a good one, too. <laughs> and there's even a G.I. Joe one. Yep. And there's actually a really good He-Man and She-Ra one. But I chose to do something a little different, and I chose Christmas with the Joker. Oh, that's a good one. From Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Yeah, this is actually the second episode of the series. And the first one to feature Joker. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. Because mm-hmm. you actually hear Mark Hamill for the first time as a Joker. Mm-hmm. And did you know that Tim Curry was actually cast as Joker before Mark Hamill was? Really? Yeah. He was actually huh. recording as a Joker. I forget what happened. I think one of the interviews I did, we talked about that. I'm not sure. But anyways, yeah, Tim Curry was replaced by Mark Hamill. Which I would love. I love Tim Curry, so I think he would have done a great job. But I don't. Yeah. Think he, I don't think Joker would be as lively as <laughs> he is in the series. So no. this episode is based around Joker escaping Arkham Asylum, which that's that's what he does. Right. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Hey, jingle bells, Batman smelt, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost the wheel and the Joker got away! <laughs> Crashing through the roof in a one-horse open tree 
Busting out I go Laughing all the way So that is the Joker escaping Arkham Asylum on a giant Christmas tree that he set up to be a rocket. (laughs) I mean, if you don't know that, you should just skip Shrek the Halls this year. Watch (laughs) the Batman. (laughs) Yep. So then he and then he goes on. It's Christmas Eve. He goes on and kidnaps um, Commissioner Gordon. Um, Who else did he kidnap? Uh, What's her name? I don't remember uh, Bullock. He and and oh yeah. uh, What's her name? I forget her name. Oh, well, kidnaps three people, and of course he broadcasts it on TV, because that's also what the Joker does. Mm -hmm. They probably got that from the Tim Burton Batman movie, because that's what he did, you know. Yep. So anyways, yeah, they do that, and Batman and Robin have to have until midnight to get past uh, Joker's traps to rescue Commissioner Gordon and the the crew. And um, and then they go home and watch It's a Wonderful Life. (laughs) (laughs) Which is yeah. also another tradition of mine in right. my, my family, because I love that movie. And that's actually not the only uh, Batman animated series Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. They they did another one in the, uh, whenever they did the character redesigns and everything okay, in the fourth so, season. Yeah. And uh, it's like three different stories. There's one with Clayface, one with Harley, I think, and then a third one. And they're all really good, too. So, you know, if you've got some time, take about 40 48 minutes out of your day and watch both of those around yep. Christmas time. They're excellent. My runner-up was A Jolly Molly Christmas from Tailspin. That was my runner-up. Ah, yes, yes. That's so and, sentimental. And it's just so sweet of a story. It really is. And I tend to not be a huge fan of Molly episodes. Yeah, but yeah that's true. that's one of that's, my favorites. Yeah, that's a good one. But, okay, so um, what's your favorite Christmas episode? In a, a clever play on words of watching It's a Wonderful Life, uh, it's the Darkwing Duck uh, special, It's a Wonderful Leaf. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Ah, Christmas. What a shame it only comes once a year. Now then, let's get decorative. You know, there's something about this time of year that makes everything seem so peaceful. Yeah, and, and, and as you can imagine, there's a lot more uh, Christmas puns uh, in that episode. And I don't know, it's so weird. I was listening to that episode as I was looking for some audio to pull. And just listening to the sound effects, they did such a good job on those old shows. Mm-hmm. It's a random side note, but I, I, I love this episode. It's got uh, Bushroot, who I think is kind of an underrated villain that you don't hear about all that much. And uh, it's just, it's it's a lot of fun. And it's got great heart, much like every Disney special does. Yeah. And and, and uh, the Goof Troop special is actually a close second for me. Yeah, it's a good one, too. That's pretty much it for me and uh, my, my favorite Christmas episode, I think. Well, all right. I guess that's going to do it for this Christmas episode. Hope everybody has a happy Merry Christmas, Happy New that's Year, and we'll see you guys in 2016. Absolutely. See you then. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.